Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 4, Episode 11, The Secrets of the Pyramids. Whee! Koo-foo! Spanish Rami Ramani. <laughs> Let me tell you, after siesta time, <laughs> I get a little tapas. <laughs> I get a little sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then I go tell my wife, hey, there's a nine-inch man <laughs> waiting for you. Is he a tapas or a bottomus? <laughs> <laughs> Which one's it going to be? A hippo bottomus. <laughs> He's got a bottomus. A power. Oh, it feels too good. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> He's falling in love with the bottoms. <laughs> it's powerful bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean you're the one in control with right. your butt? Yes. Yes. I control the depth, <laughs> like the depths of Kufu's doing. <laughs> Unmeasurable. Deep inside. <laughs> Uh, how's it going, Steve? Good. Yeah. Uh, the audience may not know, but we haven't recorded in like three weeks. Yeah. We had a bank so that I could go to the banks of Lake Como. Hula, 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 yeah, definitely not a Hawaiian uh, honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just... What is that? You got a sound effect on, I think. No, someone's washing, power washing outside. Oh, why are we picking that up? I think we're hearing it more than it's actually getting picked up. Oh, it's so weird. Uh, yeah, because it sounds like it's echoing and stuff. But yeah. yeah. Um, are you sure we're not in like just, a temporal yeah. distortion lift or them, something Lift right them now? cans off your head. Now... Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow. Goddamn cat. Pr- You've been coming on their walls again, huh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, power spraying, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, power praying for my spray. <laughs> lunch de leche, as you co- coined today at yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cream lunch. And then someone asked me what the cream lunch is, and I said, well, it's a special... Yeah, why does she uh, go into it? Like- she just feeds right into it, and it's a... <laughs> Korean-based lunch with yeah. uh, extra salt with a splash of pineapple. A Korean-based lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Korean cream. Right. I will be cream. <laughs> I will be Korean. <laughs> uh, yeah, she feeds into it, our coworker, every time. And just just to go through the process of then going, Ew, you're fucking gross. Yeah, or something like Why that. Why am I even sad? It's because she loves you. Fucking idiot. <laughs> every goddamn Belly. time. <laughs> Belly killer. <laughs> <laughs> Talking Sorry. about a l- yeah. lunch to lunch, that's a belly killer, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've taken multiple shits today. I meant coming on the stomach. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> oh, you meant, meant like, eating the Yeah, like eating the <laughs> cream. That makes sense. If you're lactose yeah, intolerant yeah. or even a little bit not, yeah. you know, you're going to feel the power of the punch. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife, despite her 
lactose intolerance has lunch at leche quite a bit. Mm. Not necessarily just my semen, but yeah. uh, <laughs> wait. But Actually. many cream-based things doesn't doesn't agree with her yeah, to her. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. does not agree to her. To her. <laughs> no, I can have like whole milk and stuff, but yeah, definitely certain days it just something's off and uh, yeah. you hit at the wrong time. Yeah. Gonna be taking a big old crampy pop. Right. Like when you have that lunch that I witnessed you have, which was spaghetti, cottage cheese, no sour cream or sour cream. Sorry, <laughs> big difference. <laughs> sour cream, uh, whole milk, parmesan. <laughs> And this was off a lunch truck, a Mexican lunch yeah, truck. Yeah, classic Italian fare. Yeah. All in one. Yeah. It probably had all the meals I had in Italy. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was, it was, I mean, mildly related to our show. I saw some ancient sites in Italy, especially in Rome. So saw the Colosseum, saw the Palatine, mm-hmm. saw a lot of like the old... Uh, Roman Forum, like where the Senate met and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, right by our hotel was called the, the Torre di Largo de Argentina, which is a weird name because it was an old, like, temple or political building, uh, and it was where Caesar was assassinated. Mm. Um, and also, and now it's a cat sanctuary. So oh, we saw great. some cute kitty cats. We have it down in there. Bought a T-shirt to donate with them. It was under the street, so, like, the beams of the ceiling were, like, where Holding the train, the, the, yeah. where the tram would go on top, um, but uh, yeah, it was cool because I mean everyone's seen like the calendars and pictures of like little kittens on big statues' toes Just and stuff, thing. and because yeah. they live in the Coliseum and stuff. But uh, it was cool. They like yeah. save like four thousand fucking cats a year. There's like no. fucking cats everywhere. Yeah. Um, Did you have any extraterrestrial ter- or supernatural experiences on this trip since you were in such an ancient land? I know, right? I mean, I was hoping to. But nothing supernatural, but it was supernatural. How delicious that pizza was. No, but uh, but it was cool. I mean, again, you're at the Coliseum, which was like built 84 AD or something like mm-hmm. that. You're at all these places that were BC level. And then like yeah. like in, in the Coliseum area is basically like a big like half a mile square yard. And there's a bunch of ancient sites there. Yeah. And but it's also like built just on top of each other, so they would mm-hmm. just like fill in all the gaps with dirt and mortar and make yeah. that the new foundation and stuff. Okay, um, so you can see like the levels of how everything was built super mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. Um, but and like and even then, like I know it wasn't like the Coliseum in and of itself as an example. Yeah, it's still this. Ama- you're like how the f- that's so fucking amazing how they did that, but you can see how they did that, and technically that was like more complicated than. The pyramid at Giza, you know what right, I mean? Like right, it wasn't right. as big of stones and stuff like that, but yeah. like the design and stuff, like, like scale is one thing, but the complication is was more advanced, you know. Mm-hmm. But we, nobody says, "Oh, aliens helped build the Colosseum or whatever." Right, too, right, it's like right. it's just arches and bricks and stuff, and they did it on this massive scale, yeah. Because um, there are huge blocks and pillars and shit in there and whatever mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, so it's really cool to see that stuff, and it's more. I mean, my first instinct has always been to marvel at. How in a very – what we would consider – I mean, Rome, it was the height of Roman culture. Yeah, so it wasn't yeah, like yeah. a dark period. But like right. dark times compared for us where it's like, oh, you're going to spend like the next 20 years building this fucking rock formation or mm-hmm, you're building mm-hmm. a stadium basically or this yeah. building for whatever yeah. a political group to fucking hold meetings in and stuff. Like mm-hmm, super mm-hmm. gnarly. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing supernatural. But it was cool being surrounded by uh, just all the super – 
old, old shit. Yeah. Even yeah. like the street in cobblestones, you're like, oh, this is like 400 year old streets that they yeah. drive cars on and stuff. And uh, we went to the Vatican, which was like, in terms of supernatural stuff, that was the most like being in like a fucking old music video or something like right. that because everything is just like um, in, insane sculptures. Every it, It's the most ornate fucking. It's like Crazy. a muse- it's like yeah. a museum mixed with your Italian grandma's couch. Like right. it's just so As a city. It's yeah, <laughs> and I mean, and and the basilica that you go in, it's like it's beautiful, but also kind of tacky to an extent because, like, even my wife was explaining, she's like, "There's all these domes in there, right. and a they're dome. all yeah, and they're all these ornate fucking domes." Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, these popes were so ego driven that they build, they take years building and painting and sculpting this dome, and the new pope will go." And it'd be dedicated to the Pope that was yeah. there. And they go, eh, I didn't like him. Build a new one. And they'd right. like, yeah, it's, it's like so fucking Egyptian, weird. Egyptian, uh, you know, and right. uh, building pyramids and all that fun exactly. shit. And, and, it, and, it, and it just proves that the people with that much power, despite good intentions or whatever, they're still ego-driven Ego. yeah, to an yeah. extent, you know. I think I'm going to be Basicica, huh? <laughs> now, there was – now, you would have loved the Duomo – in Florence, which is the famous, like, the Duomo, which is St. Peter's Basilica. Yeah. Duomo Origato, Signore Robato. Si. Si prego. Yeah. Uh, now, instead of, like, you're welcome or my pleasure, like Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. I always compare the countries I go to to how they would say this at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's easy because it's always my pleasure mm-hmm. or just slide your card, don't insert the chip. Yeah. Um, or what kind of sauce would you like? Yeah. Uh, and I say Chick-fil-A sauce, right. barbecue. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it's weird when, like, in Italy, instead of, like, you're welcome or my pleasure, they say, mm-hmm. uh, prego. Yeah. Uh, prego. And you say, no. No. I prego. don't like that sauce. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, someone I know was like, I will never eat prego sauce because it means you're welcome. It's so pretentious. Even though it's, like, the shittiest fucking the sauce. Shittiest. <laughs> And, like, they're all high and mighty. This was, like, 15, 20 years ago. Oh, my like, Because they had just gone to it. I feel like they went to Europe or they thought. I would have hoped they'd lot... say I'll never eat it because it's garbage and <laughs> it's not real, like, spaghetti sauce. sauce. Yeah. No, it was. No, it's, no, it's so, so pretentious. pretentious. Yeah, that means uh, you're welcome, okay? Prego, the hipster yeah. of spaghetti sauce. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm only yeah. going to this artisan Prego and Ragu <laughs> pop-up shop. Okay. <laughs> Only cream-based sauce for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chef Bobley has a pizza yeah. pop-up mm-hmm. down in Silver Lake right now, okay? <laughs> we're going to wait four hours there. Yeah. And then we're going to go to an old arcade and play video games only from Turkey in 1978. Uh, it's not delivery, my friend, okay? Now, this DiGiorno, they make for you on the spot, serve it, and you know what? They say you're welcome. They don't name it. You're welcome. Right. <laughs> Uh, in Italy, it's not delivery; it's de Borgias. Okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> borscht. 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 Um, yeah. It was weird. All I ate was borscht while I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was really borscht. I don't. I don't even know what borscht is. I mean, I it's like know. a Russian food. I or feel something. like it's or Polish or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it was. It was uh, the. Oh, I was going to say was you would love the art in the dome on the inside of the domo. So when you're in mm. the church. It shows, like, all the levels of existence. And at the bottom, it looks like every metal shirt you own. Yeah. It's like the devil's just, like, this big fucking goat guy in hell's flaming. It's, like, yeah. super hell's dramatic. Hell's flaming. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, hell's flaming yeah. today. <laughs> Get out there before it cools off, bro. <laughs> uh, hell's got some tasty plumes yeah. burning out there. <laughs> burning through those souls, buddy. 
Um, yum, yum. Eat them up. <laughs> hey, pray go, brother. Pray, <laughs> uh, pray tell, pray go. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, I will tell a story that will only will mildly embarrass my wife. But she told me my that wife. Uh, she was in Italy before. Um, and she was with her mom and her friend. And her mom is a very nice person, but not the most adventurous eater. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> at every restaurant, she just asked for spaghetti bolognese, like spaghetti with meat sauce, like yeah. bolognese. And she said, do you have any bolognese that taste like ragu? <laughs> or prego. Right. And and it was like, and, and they didn't even know what the fuck she was talking yeah, about. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Needless to say, my wife was very embarrassed. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, it tastes like my dick, you stupid bitch. Now get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> uh, we did have an experience like that where um, there was a couple next to us at one of the restaurants we had lunch at. And it was an old gruff Italian dude. Um, gruff the crime dog, but he was like the Italian version. Yeah. Um, but uh, he seemed like – I mean, I'm I'm half Italian, so I'm used to like old gruff Italian people. Like when they're neutral, it seems like they're being an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if they're not being irreverent and nice, like, yeah. you're just like, they're just like, yeah. They're, like, I mean. yeah. Their normal is resting bitch face Ex- of voice. Yes, exactly. And so, uh, so anyway, this, this couple next to us, another American couple, a little bit older, was like, uh, I'll have the spaghetti and meatballs, please. And she's like, I'll have fettuccine Alfredo. And then, uh, was that uh, even options on the menu? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, and so they, but they were very oh, nice just about like it. How my, uh, Aunt Marie. Over a calendar used to make. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they were very nice, though, and we were very nice. We ordered good stuff. There was a there was a couple before them. It was like an old, like, Czech or Polish or, or Bulgarian lady and her mm-hmm. daughter that were there. Mm-hmm. And the lady Let's was... talk about that daughter. He, he asked what she want, they wanted to drink, and the lady was kind of like, also kind of neutral, gruff, whatever. Yeah. And she goes, uh, an orange Fanta... Uh, no ice. And he goes, we don't have ice. I was going to say that it's like, right. <laughs> but then when us and the couple next to us that were nice to him ordered, like I ordered like a Coke Zero and she ordered something else. Uh, <laughs> they, he just full glass of ice for each oh, of Jesus. us. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was, it was like just funny shit like that. But, um, uh, other than that, yeah, nothing. How much were the sodas? How would, how much was the food over there? I always hear, here the prices are nuts. Very cheap. Oh, the, wow. food, the food was super cheap. I always there. remember, like as a kid, people were like, "Yeah, you go to go to Europe and it's seven dollars for a fucking Coke." Europe, maybe Italy, no. Okay, because um, Zurich, where we stopped uh, just for one day to go on the train over the Alps, mm-hmm. Zurich was insanely expensive. Mm-hmm. We had an amazing meal at this like uh, called the Zughaus Keller. Yeah, and it's like it was an old um, weapon storeroom for hundreds of years. Is this and, where you got to handle your swords or whatever. No, no, no. That the, we went to many museums with arms okay. armor collections, but um, but it was cool because on the walls were old fucking spears and swords, and mm-hmm. some were guns and whatever. And uh, but now it's like this big German restaurant, but it was kind of like a steakhouse and very popular. Like all the local Swiss people were eating there. Yeah, we were just waiting because we had to be awake all day. We couldn't check into our hotel till four, so we were like zombie walking around for like mm-hmm. nine hours in Zurich after getting off the plane at six thirty. Yeah, and so. We were just hungry, but nothing's open because everyone, every, nothing starts in Europe until yeah. fucking lunch hour. And right. so, uh, but it was like this big place where like we sat down and they're like, oh, uh, uh, will you leave at one third or one thirty or one? And I was yeah. like, okay, because it was eleven thirty. And uh, but it was because every table was reserved in there except for like five, and it was this massive hall. And so it's like a very, it was like a very popular place, I guess. But 
one of like one of the best meals of the whole trip because it was like schnitzel and this yeah, and it was yeah. so fucking good. But two beers, two lunches, one hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> so it was like it was like going to a steakhouse or whatever. But then in yeah. fuck. But then <laughs> Italy, uh, Florence especially, which is like. A very nice, you know, very nice cultured city. That's where they store the machine. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, they're known for their, like, bistecca, which is their steak. Right. And we went to this steak restaurant, and we had, like, a fucking three-pasta appetizer, a salad, uh, multiple wine- glasses of wine and beer, uh, and then uh, some other thing, and then the steak was to share. And it was like one of those what we call a cowboy ribeye. It was the like T-bone a, the that had the filet and yeah. the ribeye on there. But that ad share, yeah. Fucking huge. Tomahawk motherfucker. Yeah, like it was fucking huge. Yeah. The whole meal, that whole meal was $110. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> if this was Ruth's Chris or Morton's or something yeah. or Houston's or whatever, it would have been a $280 meal. Like yeah, yeah. Because yeah, those tomahawks, when it, so I was in Vegas last last week? Yeah. No, week before. Oh, yeah, it was the week I left. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went to a really nice steakhouse, which actually it's, it's called Cleaver. Mm-hmm. It's a new spot that damn just, near killed her. Uh, that just opened up uh, like two days before we got there, and mm-hmm. it's like some restaurant or a fucking of, chef place. Speaking or something. of Prego, huh? But they had a bone-in ribeye, like tomahawk guy. Mm-hmm. They had one that feeds five to six people, and it was Whoa. like four hundred dollars. <laughs> so insane. Now the crazy thing was though, for anyone who happens to be in Vegas that might be out there, hit up this Cleaver spot. It's like if Modern Times, which is a brewery, it's like a hipstery mm-hmm. vibe, but like old school steakhouse blend. So it was, it was actually really nice, but mm-hmm. then like not super pretentious. You guys saw but Heisenberg there. We did. Yeah. Uh, no, Heisenberg was at uh, Lotus of Siam, which oh, is oh. the number one Thai restaurant in the country. Ooh. That one Mister guy who d- killed himself recently. Fieri. No. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> uh, no, what's his name? Ron uh, Williams? No, yeah. <laughs> the chef. They're the critic guy. Wanders off. Oh, Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain, yeah, yeah. He, so at Lotus A.M., he, he went there and loved it and put oh. it on the map and got rid of it. Anyways, that Cleaver place. Apparently didn't sec- love it that much. Right? little secret <laughs> of the pro. Yeah, enough to leave it. <laughs> right. Um, so <laughs> uh, Cleaver, we got there for happy hour, mm-hmm. which was before 8. Mm. So not only were drinks specially priced, the steaks or anything with a C next to which was most of the steaks were yeah. half off. Whoa. So sixty four dollar ribeye was thirty bucks. Oh wow, whatever. that's crazy. So, yeah. <clears throat> little secret for now that's down to like outback prices. Yeah. And way fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, uh, who was the two girls who were with us, said that was the best steak they've ever had in their oh, life. Wow. So um but anyway, sorry. But yeah, like the food overall, like our average meal there, like lunch and dinner, was like some sort of salad or appetizer or something. Uh, not big on like leaf salads over there as much as here. Their yeah. salad is like caprese or bruschetta. Like they call that like yeah. it's like insalata or it's just a big mix of something. Right. So like some sort of appetizer and salad, usually two pasta dishes, and then usually like a big meat dish to share after mm-hmm. the pasta. Secondi, they call it. Because uh, you have your... Wakanda forever. You have your prima, like your first, which is yeah. pasta. That's like your... That's your post-appetizer pasta appetizer. Pasta primavera, huh? Yep. Uh, pasta primavera. Vergama? Verde. Vera. Who's the chick on uh, Verde? Modern Family. I don't know. Some with the big tits. Yeah. No, I'm not going to know her <laughs> oh, name. Okay. I'm bad with names. <laughs> Vera Ver- Familia? Vera Gaga. Lady yeah, Gaga, I think is her name. A lot of people are mad at us right now. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but anyway, Vera Gaga. 
<laughs> Lady Virago. Yeah, I think Blairus is yeah. probably ripping yeah. the headphones out of I want a steak dress. To some stupid award show. A steak dress. And I have weird eyebrows. Um. Anyways, House <laughs> of Primavera. Oh, sorry. Oh, I yeah. And so you're having this meal, and then multiple drinks. Every meal was like sixty bucks, yeah. like out of there, which is crazy. as a couple. Yeah, and yeah. it would have that would have been like one hundred and twenty bucks at yeah in, out here yeah. in the states. So. How did it feel to finally consummate your marriage? Uh, it was good. You waited uh, all this time. Yeah, yeah. My uh, balls are pretty blue. Yeah. P- Port and ham did invoke prima nocta, though. Yes, right. <laughs> Yes. So he took. Yes, the it's first the old. Stabbing. I mean, we we knew we were going to an old place, very old world. We wanted to keep with that tradition. Yeah, yeah, and give him first crack. Yeah, <laughs> Porden, you've done a lot for us. Right. You get first dibs at what you've always right. wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife, it's vomiting right <laughs> now. <laughs> and then he sent videos to Blake, and right. then Blake um, jerked off to them, sent videos back of him cranking. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's a family affair. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> offense. I'm ready to go. <laughs> um, also, the last thing I'll say about Italy, Supernatural, the mosquitoes. Oh. Fucking Ebola-ridden little fucking assholes. So, like, my legs look like I was tortured yeah, for a week. Yeah. So a lot of people think that sickle cell anemia is a racial thing when it's not. Mm-hmm. It's more... A genetic thing based on mosquito populations. Mm. Uh. So if you look at populations that have sickle cell, actually, I don't know if it's still to this day, but for a while it was definitely in. I remember it was like a sociology class or something we right. took, and they're like, yeah, so you can actually see where it spreads <laughs> out. Mm-hmm. And Italy was one of the places uh. that there was a lot of it because yeah. there's that's how you battle, yeah. you know, malaria and all these, you know, mosquito right. diseases. Exactly. Yeah, and it's like. And maybe you know, but like it's some weird thing. Like I don't usually get that bothered by mosquitoes out here, and they just also aren't as much. But and they're bigger out here. There, yeah. they're like the little fucking gnat ones, and they just you don't even feel them. Then they're gone, and then two hours later, sucking, sucking yeah. dry. They're just wheezing my juice. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like when you go to a new country or place, that fresh they're worse. Like because like for, like they they can smell that you're like a fucking yeah. delicacy or fresh something meat. weird. But yeah. And your skin isn't, your body isn't used to, like, like staving some of Like a young, off, nubile you know? woman at a fraternity party in right. her freshman year. Yeah. They were just ra- gang-raping my calves. Yeah. Just sucking. They're little rods. Yeah. Um, it's like, I'm the belle of the ball at the freshest glory hole. Yes. And everyone's ready to drain my loads. Right. <laughs> drain my loads. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've uh, got the liquid. Yeah. They're going to be sucking. Also, what was what was the most interesting, and then we'll get really nice little segue um, into the show, is obelisks fairly frequent obelisks in rome so amidst a bunch of italian architecture you have even in front of the vatican in the square there is a giant fountain and then an obelisk with like a bell and a bow on it or some weird thing but then but the obelisks have egyptian fucking shit on that's when they were all crossed up right and it's funny because we did the north half of italy and as soon as you get when you finally get to Rome, which is like right in the center, mm-hmm. you start seeing palm trees again, which we're used to that out in your California. But you're like, oh yeah, it was like a fucking Walmart. desert, yeah. crossover trade route, everything, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whatever there. So you know what they yeah. say from uh, True Romance, huh? Mm-hmm. That movie, yeah, about Sicilians. Means your mother's grandmother's grandmother's grandmother did something. I'm not going to say it. Right. <laughs> it's similar to your other, your friend's dad's statement about Italians, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and pivot. Yes. Uh, but yeah, with obelisks comes pyramids. And that's what we're here. We're gathered here today to bring together. Soak in. 
Zero science and zero facts. Yeah. <laughs> to spin together a bunch aliens. of fucking grindy-ass uh, tops right. upside down. Yeah. Um, also funny, one last thing. Very surprised that, like, you know, like Italy, like, or when you go to Italian restaurant, even they'll give you oil and vinegar with the bread. Yeah. So that's, like, kind of your classic vinaigrette. But it's usually a balsamic vinegar and all that stuff. Howard Stern, very controversial over vinaigrette and oil I and know, vinegrette. right, yeah. Um, yeah, with, with Robin, right? It was a big debate or whatever. Uh, Is yeah, it, which it was like one? the couple's This one contest. has sugar and this so, one doesn't. Yeah. And they lost, the, or they won. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, out here... You know, East Coast, you know, grinder style, which came from, you know, or spread across countries. Cookies and grinders. That's, like, got the real, like, the red wine vinaigrette, like that Italian dressing on there that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. But out in Italy, pretty non-existent. The bread's mostly, like, focaccia or panini-style sandwiches, things like that, you okay. know? And they don't slather that dressing. It's, like, just the ingredients. Like, you get the meat, the cheese, oh, on the tomato. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, like, because I'm used to oil and vinegar dipping as right, an right. apple. So that's, I was just comparing. I was, like, trying to, okay. you know, really, everyone's used to that. But, like, the vinaigrette you usually get on, like, a sub sandwich is, like, the thinner red right, wine right. vinegar. And All it's got that real tang on there. And, yeah, salt, pepper, whatever. But out there, it's like they're, like, you're just eating the ingredients. Like, there's not a lot of sauce yeah. on the sandwiches or things mm-hmm. like that. Sauce too. on the so, side. Yeah. Um, use the sauce inside, son. Um, you, have you ever told that quick story on this show? That you were a wrestling coach and one of your, your team was wrestling Nick Cage's son. Yeah, I coached against Nick Cage's son yeah. and had Nick Cage five feet behind me. Yeah. Use the fire, son! <laughs> Use the fire inside! Go! Yeah. And then, like, run and slide onto the mat and, yeah. like, acrobatically hand his son the, the inhaler. Son, <laughs> use the inhaler. <laughs> you, made, you made the hand gesture of a gun for a second. Yeah, because it was, like, in his hand. Win like, this fucking match, son! <laughs> fucking kick you in the nuts! And it was weird. Um, he like he, you realized where he got the inspiration for that scene in Face Off. Yeah, because he would call his son over slowly after he'd lose, mm-hmm. and he'd go, "I want you to suck my tongue." Yeah, <laughs> and then his son would just like straddle yeah. his lap and start sucking his tongue, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like, oh, it was hard. I'm sure it was hard to watch. <laughs> I well, I was hard while watching, yeah, so it is hard to watch. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we're talking about pyramids today and, and specifically the secrets within them, which is funny because this is yet another episode. I mean, I guess it distinguishes itself enough, but it also so, is wrapped into every other episode because every it, episode mentions the pyramids. Yeah, Giza, I was going to say this is like a, a heavily folded omelet episode where it's just like hmm. the same shit just all coming back together. Yes. For, like the new Taco Bell of, steak stacker yeah, at breakfast time. It's a quesadilla, but just <laughs> folded it just folded. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, an omelet, just scrambled eggs right. with some shit inside. Right. Just a different way to call it. That's all this But layers, is. so it's mixed yeah. and layered. To a certain extent. Like Shrek, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Sure. Uh, But yeah, this episode again, I feel like each episode drifts further away from talking about ancient aliens. Right. Like they talked (laughs) about scientists and dudes doing their own shit. There wasn't like, here's where we're starting to see where aliens were, you know, intervening or injecting themselves. This was one where they kind of just threw Sucolos in a couple times to just emotionally make the statement like, no, this happened. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have any proof. He's just saying, see, it happened. Yeah, like, I told you, you pieces of shit. Right. Like, this this wasn't... He Later, he's like, this was not spiritual or ethereal. Yeah. This happened. It wasn't in their heads. And yeah. it's like, all you did was talk about how maybe they built these pyramids for maybe this reason that you're claiming and maybe these other reasons, too. But yeah. not, there's no proof on the wall. Like, they didn't go into any hieroglyphs, any, any textual things. Yeah. It was just like... 
the shape of pyramids, and mm-hmm. that's really all it was. And it's funny because I finally – I don't know why, as I've watched this whole series for the most part except for the yeah. newest season, but like – you, I remember, like when you when you look at like when you see hippie people or new age people, there's always like the little cliche, like little pyramid on their desk or something yeah, too. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, is it just because the pyramids are? But I, re- I realized like the there was a couple authors on this episode. They're kind of one off guys, or mm-hmm. ex- one of them was an author, one's an expert. Of like one well, was like the power of the pyra- or pyramid power. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. His book was like all about, and the end of this ep- the climax of this episode. It's fucking insane. It goes yeah, yeah. off the rails. But um, well, in pyramids, yeah, they. I don't know if the the gems that they always are hawking are in the shape or if they just cut. I mean, obviously they right. cut them, but right. you know how much in the shape of a pyramid right. were they already? And that's where this episode starts off, which is basically various ancient astronaut theorists talking about the different shapes of pyramids around the world, and that some are steps and some are. Yeah. Uh, you know, symmetrical yeah, and he, some are... The, they try to make the connection that since these all have steps, right. they had to be done by the same... Right. And, and and so it's funny because they shoot themselves in the foot right in the beginning. Uh, but again, it's, it's kind of funny because like the once in a while when they put on a real expert, it's very sparingly. Yeah. And it's only to try to prove their point. But they almost immediately disprove Mike th- themselves because they have Michael Denon, who's the UCI physicist that's on a lot. And... He says that the shape of a pyramid is just like it's one of the oldest structures we have and consistent because it's the most simple shape that's the most stable shape that like right. or structure that you can build. Yeah. Is you stack you start off big and stack smaller, less and less weight on top mm-hmm. in an even fashion, and there is a fucking pyramid. Yeah. You wouldn't you just, wouldn't you wouldn't put a you wouldn't do the upside down pyramid and start with one brick and then go out because it doesn't work that yeah. way. Tits start at the chest and then Right, out. exactly. Torpedoes have a point, yeah. and then they have the little tail finny things, yeah. right? Um, no breast reductions here. No. That is slapping God in the face. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so then they talk about how there are hundreds and thousands of pyramids in the world. Uh, I also didn't realize, though, it was interesting that there was there's thousands of pyramids in Central America alone, and that, and that Central America, like the Mayan culture, built the most pyramids yeah. by far more than yeah, any yeah. other. Well, don't they say the mound people of North America were actually probably pyramids and they've just been whittled away? Right, right, right. right. Um, Which they didn't really talk about that no. a bunch, right? Uh, there's not enough time. Yeah. It was only 44 minutes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and then Clotworthy, the narrator, comes on and he's like, but how did all these people living thousands of miles apart build largely the same shaped structures? Right. And again, they just had Denon on a minute ago, you know, saying, oh, that's the most simple structure that's that's really stable that you can build. So right, it's very right. common. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's not that hard to figure it takes out enough knowledge, but it's not hyper sophisticated right. as like a skyscraper. Right. right? Yeah. When, even as a little kid and you're stacking blocks, you learn, you learn by de- like literally by cause yeah. and effect, like two or three tries. If you build something vertically, it has to be like perfect to be like, yeah. you know, in balance. If you just stack, you can just boop, boop, boop and just right, stack right, shit right. on top of each other. So, um, anyway, the slick back kid and, you know, Jason Martell and Sooks come on and try to like point out a few hyper specific traits of a few pyramids, which like, I think I made the point where I was like, that's like saying that like all stairs, all steps were built by the same aliens that were advanced because they're all steps and they're yeah, all yeah, shaped yeah. the same or whatever. And it's like, even though there's little variations and stuff, but it's and like, steps yeah, steps do happen in nature. So. Right. So. And steps are pyramids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, so of course, they come to the conclusion that only advanced aliens could have taught them to build 
these structures. So right. uh, Brian Forrester's on, and he's 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 on more and more as time goes on. He's the gangly, tall dude. Um, I, I didn't write down what he fuck. He's every time he seems yeah. to have a different book, but he's kind of like. I don't know, very like mundane and blase and kind of sociopathic seeming also with kind of a weird arrogance to him. He like seems yeah. a little Asperger's or something too, but kind of rapey. Like I'm not saying he's, you know, but you know what I mean? Just yeah, like, yeah. yes. And dun, 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 yeah. and, and you know, the touch of a woman's breast is, uh, you know, only, uh, my hand away or so. Yeah. I, I don't know. You just like see you know, him. If they bump into you, it's their fault. Right. You know, <laughs> and I just, you know, get a, you know, stroke in a right. soft spot. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, the human breast was shaped for the male hand. That's why it was created. So why would I not be allowed to touch every single one that I come into contact yeah. with or come at contact <laughs> with? Um, but yeah, he's on to say that, that, uh, he draws parallels between like the Egyptian and Peruvian pyramids specifically and and claims that they must have traveled to each other physically and shared knowledge of how to right. build, which would have only been facilitated by advanced technology, which would have been brought by aliens. Yeah. So um, we then go to our favorite pyramid, Khufu's. Uh, so 4,500 years ago, it was the tallest structure on Earth. Um, supposed to house Khufu's body, his tomb, yeah. or whatever. Now, Medallion Man William Henry comes on, and he's in awe. Yeah, of Khufu's period, and he says, "Now, the Great Pyramid is the most wondrous place on Earth, and when you're standing in front of it, you're confronted with the greatest mystery of all time—that you're in the hands of a great intelligence, and you don't know who built it." And it's like, really, it's the greatest mystery of all time, yeah. <laughs> not the origin of the planet or. How black holes work, or mm-hmm. the origin of the universe, or I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. like, okay. Uh, I feel like he said that about other things, too, you know? Right, but I'm right. like, oh, the greatest mystery of all time is who built this pyramid. Um, and Christopher Dunn, we're done here, comes on, and he just talks about how big and heavy it is, and then and, and Robert Boval, who is, hasn't, hasn't been on in a while, but he was the, he's the long-running Egyptologist on the show, the kind of older, yeah. bald Egyptian guy, before Rami Ramani's only been on the most recent season. Um, and they're both just saying like, you know, it was a billion bucks that are a million right, pounds right, each right. and da, da, da. all the shit we've, we've talked about before. Um, but to this day, no body of Khufu has been found. There's a, t- there was a tomb there, a sarcophagus, but it was empty. And they're like, yeah. so where was the, b- the, and then Sue says like, this completely rules grave robbers out of the question. Maybe it was Coppins. Right, I don't know. Right. So, but it's like, but why? Yes. Like, because they don't say we they it was proved that the tomb was never opened before. Right. They just says there was no body in it. And I'm like, it's been around for almost 5,000 years. Yeah, it might have been fucking ra- raided a year after, like, he died or was buried there or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it doesn't mean it was sealed, broken up, right. all that kind of shit. And who knows? Maybe they fucking hated him and right. never threw his body in there. Exactly, yeah. Um, and so uh, Christopher Dunn, who's, you know, he's an engineer, and he's trying to have this, like, he always has a functional view of things, and he's yeah. like, uh, he just can't imagine that the pyramids were just for show. And he says, he says there had to be some purpose for this, the larger civilization for these to be built. It's such an effort to go through to build these. And it's like, and yet we have art and you know huge structures that are purely for art, yeah. paintings, things like that. And they're all just for religious or emotional purposes. Right. Or right, just right. sometimes for historical purposes. Yeah. Like just wanted for to funsies. show this. Was, it's a monument, yeah. you know. Um, so, but he can't get around that because he's a very literal yeah. purpose-minded guy. Uh, Childress comes on and just mentions that the god Thoth, who was the crane 
the crane beaked, like the crane faced uh, Egyptian god. He's was the, the, the the god of Thoth. Right. Of different Thoth. Different Thoth. Uh, definitely not Prego, though. Yeah, that's that's no. the devil's. Fettuccine Thoth. Right. <laughs> most, Bolognese Thoth. Most cheese Thoth. Right. <laughs> He's a Thoth boss. Yeah. You know. So by default, he's uh, the executive producer of uh, <laughs> Epic Meal Time. <laughs> sweet, sweet South. Right. <laughs> Harvey Morstein. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he comes on and talks about how, how you know, Thoth was, was, <laughs> <laughs> was the architect of the universe and taught them how to build the pyramids. And so uh, Comp- uh, Coppins comes on and calls out that uh, uh, Emotep, who we've talked about previously. Yeah. Uh, it means I come in peace. Uh, now, Imhotep actually got this information, and Imhotep is the supposed art, like um, engineer and architect behind right. the pyramid uh, plateau or the, the Giza plateau. Key character um, in the Mummy movie, right? And it, yeah, it's so weird because in history he's known as the super benevolent knowledge yeah. bringer and aid and whatever. But in that movie, they made him a fucking the vi- like this yeah, evil yeah. villain, dude. In that dumb roller coaster at Universal Studios, always immortal. Mm. Yeah, immortal. <laughs> and then you go on the fucking roller it coaster. It's like thirty right. seconds or right. less. It's like fuck you. This is just like when I have sex. Wish it was longer and fucking more impactful. Right. I mean, I it's kind of true though, because you're you're jamming through and then you back out, right? <laughs> <laughs> And then you follow him. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I but, get a picture at the end that everyone can see. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, it says, uh, now Imhotep actually got this information on how to build the, par- the pyramids from another realm. Uh, again, they don't show any proof. They don't show a hieroglyph wall. They don't mention the text that that's in. I'm sure there's something sort of alluding to that enough for Coppins to claim it. Yeah. Because I don't think they're just lying. But again, it's like... These are the same guys that are seeing all wall art from cave paintings as, oh, anything that doesn't look like a human is must be an alien or a right, lizard right. person or an ant person or whatever. Um, we get a Nori story here from George. I think it's the only one, actually. And he goes, yeah, I don't remember him a lot. How would they have the idea to build these structures? I mean, some of these are beyond perfect. And it's like, okay, just because it would be really hard to do it yeah. doesn't mean it had to be aliens. Yeah. I see shit all the time. I'm like, wow, that's tough. I can't yeah. do that. Doesn't mean someone else couldn't. Yeah. Every fucking car on the road. I'm like, that's fucking amazing that we like forge the steel, like bend it into shape and weld. Like we well, like the, heat and we cut steel with fire and all that stuff. Yeah, and precision. Like, yeah. And like, just just the way an engine works, the, the way the timing happens. Right. From like even the old like when, you know, carburetors right. like, mix the fuel with the gas. Right. And then the sparks go off at the right thing, and the right. crankshaft bounces back and forth, goes right. and far from here, yeah. you know. But all the precision needed for something like that to work. Right. And that was done, what, uh, over 100 years ago right. now at this point? Yeah. And before that, there was, like, steam-powered cars. I mean, yeah. the precision that they, they sew these, like, uh, you know, teenage yeah. girls' panties now. Mm-hmm. Like, they make it, like, there's not, I'm used to boys' panties, where yeah. you have the hole in the front to pee right. through. But these girls' panties, like... Yeah. They can really, just, if they grab onto them, if, you know, when I'm, yeah. you know, you know, I'm, I'm doing Cranking. my thing yeah, and like, you know. and they're just like, no, and they can keep them tight and keep them on. And yeah. it's really difficult. And I just, yeah. I and marvel yeah. at the, the structural integrity and ingenuity it went behind 
Because you look at them and, you know, they've got like Hello Kitty and things yeah. on there and whatever. You know, it says Wednesday. Right. And, and uh, you know, this antimicrobial stuff they got in yeah. there so they don't stink like they yeah. used to 20 and you, years ago. You know, and, and that's a crying shame. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know they're not natural because when I use my teeth to rip them off, right. they don't break. And right. anything natural breaks under my teeth. Well, and I'm allergic to polyester and so yeah. my gums get all inflamed and gross and everything. It's just yeah. – it sucks all around. But yeah. still – Marvel at the technological. Yeah. Ingenuity they have these thongs now where the the shit goes around their butt, not even in their crack anymore. So it like blows a right. Like there's like there's these weird. I've seen these panties on these Instagram women, <laughs> where it like covers the cooter, but oh, then yeah. the the line splits like a oh beam yeah yeah, and it goes around their butt. Cheeks. Yes, exactly. So yeah. it's like a crack in the middle. Yeah, so yeah, they can yeah. still shit without having to even take their panties. Right, right, right. I think that's why they have it there. Right. <laughs> Or just crotchless panties. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, I was so, also going to say the precision of a train wheel, and then you went down the panty. Right. <laughs> you can think about that train, like fucking train wheels. I know. Nuts, right? And like, no, I, I literally was just asking, like talking to Sarah. Yeah. Oh, about her hair. Oh, we got to edit that out. No, yeah, my wife, Karen. Uh, about uh, like train tracks, and I was I was like, are, are train tracks just bolted to the dirt or something? And she's like, no, it's all about the gravel, and the gravel lets it kind of flex a little bit, but also stay in play and all this. So yeah, but like you're saying, it's yeah, yeah. and that's back in the day they were just fucking like put a piece of wood, plank it down, yeah. put the gravel yeah, in there, balance like, it, level fucking it, fucking crazy. Um, but uh, but anyway, we we move on to the next segment, which was segment segment, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was, is like <sighs> pyramids from above, like the whole segment's about yeah, the- how. You can only really experience a pyramid if you're in the sky. Look how yeah. much it, that's weird. I don't even think on this show I've heard that really before. Yeah, I mean, because even there's churches like that where they build them in the shape of a cross. So right. that way, if you're looking down from heaven, it looks right. like a cross. Like exactly things being vertically, you know, enjoyed as for the gods more. Right. You know, quote unquote. I know. So the aliens visual whatever bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. But. um yeah, it's just odd. I guess I didn't really realize they they indent on each side. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. yeah, so like so the Great Pyramid um actually is technically an octag like an in an, an eight-sided yeah. thing, like shape. So uh cuz they're this each of the sides are very slightly vertexed inward. Right. Like a, like probably a 1 or 2 degree angle, like right. super light. you don't really notice it until on the Spring and autumn equinox that the shadows hit the right. split, right? Just perfectly. Like yeah. the split you're talking about yes, before. Yes, yes, the new panty uh, split. Right. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, so in 1940, this British Air Force guy is the first guy. I'm sorry, an American Air Force guy is the first guy to. kind of like a jock strap, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, to get this uh, thing where it's, yeah. they can sit down and poop without taking yeah, their panties off. Buff, and yeah. There's, like, no crotch in it, you know? Right, right. Uh, but uh, the nuts are still covered. Right. Um, and that's when you get crotch rod. Um, but I take, he's flying over, takes the first picture from the sky and notices, and I guess it must've been on first day of spring or autumn, uh, and notices the shadows on this and how you could actually invent in. So, yeah. um, so that is pretty impressive, but does that mean they had to be aliens, you know? Right. And you know, Coppins is like, Oh, it must have taken such advanced knowledge Crazy. of math and whatever. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't, it's, it's literally when you're just living, and your your only way to measure time is the stars and the and the sun and the yeah. moon and all that stuff. You're going to become pretty obsessed with that pretty quickly, yeah, and it's going to yeah. be very common knowledge. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if we didn't have light pollution? Like, we'd be super used to seeing the same kinds of stars and how they twisted and moved yeah. around and stuff. I mean, and that's how too. you guide yourself at night, back right? Then. Right. Um, but yeah, Sukes comes on and explains how 
the shafts in the Great Pyramid uh, point to Orion and Sirius, the Orion and Sirius um, uh, constellations, which we went over recently in a previous episode where mm-hmm. uh, it, they were believed that Osiris and Nefertiti came from Orion and Sirius, I think, I think Sirius specifically. Yeah. Um, the two chief gods, the, like the mother and father gods yeah. of, of the Egyptian gods, and that all the pharaohs who are born of, Osi- of Osiris's blood or whatever, um, when you die, their soul goes back up to those constellations. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know. But of course, no, these are energy creating. Th- like, they didn't even touch upon in this episode at all, which is that, oh, these are uh, alien ship UFO refueling stations. Right, right. They shoot microwave energy directly out of these shafts yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, okay, because That's quant- a, a fucking quantum or ion engine or whatever is going to run on microwave energy? Yeah. Like, okay. In stone. I feel like that would, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing more efficient than yeah. a stone gas station. Absorption. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, and they talk about, it's almost perfectly true North. Like it's all like, you know, it's with the compass and everything. Um, and so Brian Forrester comes on again and he's like, uh, pyramids can only truly be seen from above. So it's quite possible that early pyramids were beacons to those that came from above. And it's like, what does that mean? Pyramids can only truly be seen from above. It's like, no, they can't like. You can you can you're seeing them from a different perspective, literally. Yeah, but you're making the argument, yeah, that's how they're best experienced, but right. not, definitely not the only way. Right. It's just a qualitative thing, yeah, and yeah. Now I'm like, plus, not all of them are. A lot of right, them, right. if you look at them from above, they just look like a flat piece of land. Yeah, yeah. And you're supposed to experience them from the ground and be in awe of how tall right. they are yeah, and whatever. Out too. in a flat middle of nothingness, now you have this right. giant structure. Yeah, that's why they're so cool and mysterious yeah. and and awe inspiring stuff. Uh, Huey Newman in the news comes on. He is. Uh, the author of Earth Grids. Seems like a nice enough guy. He's the frosted fucking, not even tip, frosted hair. Yeah, right, right, right. Kind of shitty goatee guy. Um, but uh, kind of the um, Peter Pettigrew of this group uh, from Harry Potter, yeah. who is the, the guy that's the little betrayer right, or the right. mouse that turns into the mouse and stuff. Um, but he goes, uh, he says, now they're geodetic markers, uh, marking great power spots around the world. And they, they slowly, they pepper that in how these are power stations basically. And then the second, the last statement or segment or so goes way into how they're all power generators. Um, we then go on to Borbador temple, uh, on the Island of Java in Indonesia. It's the biggest Buddhist structure. We've been here a few times. It's famous for all of its bell shaped stupas. Each of the stupas has a Buddha statue in it. Right. They've compared the stupas to the De Glock, the bell mm-hmm. um, project that the Nazis were doing to right. the time travel dies. We talked about that a couple episodes ago. Um, and Sukes comes on. We get a Sukes alert here. And he says, uh, it's a temple mount to the stars, as if that's anything new. Right. I'm like, all shrines are temples. All churches, all shrines, all temples are all... Connecting Whatever. above, like the divine aboveness to the yeah. below, you know, the right, non-divine right, right. belowness. So, um, belowness. Yeah, <laughs> <Can> <laughs> Jonas Bologna's sandwich. Yeah. You went to the freshest bologna. Yes, with mustardus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, if you look at it from above, Borbador, it's shaped like a Buddhist mandala. Um, Sounds and like it, you just said a lot of nonsense. I know. <laughs> the Borbador, the <laughs> Buddhist mandala, make a holiday. <laughs> um, yeah, it's shaped like a Buddhist mandala, which makes perfect sense. They have this yeah. symbol. They're like, let's take one of our main symbols 
and make a, a, a structure that's shaped yeah, just yeah. like this. What a divine, holy thing that would be. Um, but, of course, like, but how would they have done that? Yeah, to see yeah. it from above. It's like what they saw the shape. And you yeah. can – it's really not – we're three – we see in three dimensions. Right. We experience the world in three dimensions. It's not very difficult to know what something's going to look like mostly from above. Right. Especially right. if you don't know, like, the individual shadows and points and shapes, but you know what the placement will look like from yeah, above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's what I mean. You just map it out on a blueprint, right? Like the fucking the fucking Nazca lines are just these kind of shittily drawn lizards and crabs and shit, right. and they just like scraped the dirt. Like it's yeah. very easily scrapable clay. It's red on top, and you scrape it so the white shows underneath. Yeah, and there you go. And you go can big. see it from above, and yeah. so. Uh, but they also knew what they were scraping to make the shape of. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Medallion Man Richard Henry comes on. Uh, again, actually, this is the second time I forgot. And he oh. goes, uh, now the Egyptian word for stupa was sakara, meaning place, <laughs> which is kind of dumb and pointless. Because uh, then he like says, place where you ascend or something. But he doesn't say that the first right, time. Maybe right. it was just bad editing or something. He goes, uh, and it makes me wonder if the ancient Indians and Egyptians told each other that the stupas and sakaras were both wombs of transformation or stairways to the stars. They had the same function. Yeah. It's like, okay, sure. but every fucking culture had structures and symbols that were supposed to connect them to the gods. That's what religion is. Right, so, right. Uh, we get another Sukh alert here, and, he's, and this is where he goes, the journey didn't happen in their heads. It wasn't ethereal or spiritual. It happened. Real alien contact happened in Indonesia thousands of years ago. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you make a great case of just really believing it, Sukhlo. So, um we move on to our next segment, which is just kind of more pyramids. And so we go to Xi'an, China, the, the Qin Shuan Plains. Uh, more nonsense, huh? Um, yeah. But uh, My Bichon Fichon <laughs> is freaking. Uh But yeah, this pilot discovers a, you know, what he thinks is a pyramid in China that like dwarfs the Giza, uh, the Khufu's pyramid at the Giza Plateau. Yeah. Uh, he reports it to the New York Times. They explore the skies over China more. 37 more were found, and one of these contains the famous terracotta warriors that are in there. Um, and they're all covered, all these, all these quote-unquote pyramids are covered with plants. Uh, they just kind of look like, uh, there's still debate, of course, because the Chinese government won't say anything. No one's allowed to explore it from outside the country because they're sacred mm -hmm. sites, and the Chinese government forbids it. Um, so nothing can be confirmed about these. But they do kind of look like pyramids, yeah. I guess. Um, I wouldn't put it past... The Chinese or North Korean or a government that's very secretive, very, you know, yeah. closed off from the rest of the world on purpose uh, to do that kind of thing. If for any reason just that these are sacred sites, they don't want tourists to come. They don't want people asking to come yeah. and get special this and yeah. archaeological digs and blah, blah, blah. Of course. I need you to come, though. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, we do not want to come in our yeah. country. Uh, too many children already, as I'm doing Japanese accent for Chinese people. Shui Fong, Shui, smell like... We do not want to uh, come in our country. Smell uh, like bleach. Uh, too much bleach. Uh, we wash clothes with uh, lye soap and uh, uh, dead girl children. <laughs> Ancient <naked>. Chinese secret. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, because at least one of them has what seems like a tomb and these terracotta warriors, I would totally say, yeah, probably they are all fucking pyramids yeah, or something yeah. too. Um, and, uh, cause they think the terracotta warriors are from like 3000 years ago yeah. or something gnarly. 
Um, and um, so they, but then, of course, the ancient astronaut theorist guys make the conspiracy theory leap, which is, oh, they're literally hiding the fact that alien contact happened in these years ago. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think that's ne- – that, I don't think at least that's the number one reason yeah. they're covering these pyramids right. up. How stuff. about new, Scott? Right. Um, uh, but why? So they're wondering why. Bagwan. They covered them. Um, so John DeSalvo <laughs> is a new face to the show. I think this is his one-time appearance. Uh, he's the director of the Great Pyramid of Giza Research Association. So at, at first, and he has a PhD. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe he's legit. And then he opens his mouth. And, uh, and he says, uh, ancient Chinese emperors uh, claimed that they had contact with extraterrestrials. And uh, they claimed people from the sky came down and helped them with information on how to build it. And so this links these pyramids with visitors from another planet. Um, and uh, like he opened his mouth and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, this is the scared sounding guy. Yeah, like you, like you were saying, he sounds like the nerd on yeah. The Simpsons, you know. I don't Sorry, know. Mr. Simpson. Or the, Mr. Yeah. These pyramids are going to fuck shit up. Reminds me of the pointy stick my dad used to stick in me. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ram it in the shithole, he said. Oh, oh God, Steve. <laughs> come on. Get it going. <laughs> or else I'm going to come. Well. <laughs> and I talked to this guy from China. He said they don't want to come. <laughs> Not no more. Oh, shit. They got a come surplus over there. There's two billion of them. He said the, the Yellow River's <laughs> turning Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> no. Get the come out of the country. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, I would eat the come. <laughs> now it's a little Bill Clinton-y. Let me see I, that drill. I did not have seminal relations with that country, China. Let me, <laughs> Miss d- China. Let me dump this cigar. Dump, dump, dump the cigar oh. inside your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll make you come. I'm going to finger bang you with this yeah. cigar. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to finger bang you with my penis. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a classic uh, eastbound and down. Right. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I must have it's, remembered uh, that. What's it's his face? Uh, Ashley Schaefer. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. talking about salesman. He's like, she will do this, this, and this. <laughs> he will finger you with his penis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about I give you a blowjob with my mouth? <laughs> my mouth. <laughs> oh, classic. Um, yeah. So then, so then they ask, uh, uh, "Are there more hidden period periods?" <laughs> uh, and then they been with child. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get this guy Osmonovic, this Bosnian guy, and he goes, uh, "Yes, I, I can't there think are, he was Russian. There are many tampons hidden inside." crevices of mother Gaia she's always on her period and yet never on her period so always fertile always ovulating this guy is like Obsessed. should have been on an 80s cold war like movie yeah, like this yeah. guy like he, he has fucking like gnarly like uh pompadour fauxhawk hair yeah, shaved you know? sides. yeah yeah very stylish he actually opened for Yakov Shmirnov right 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 times. yeah yeah um, but, uh, but yeah, he's on here and he, we, the whole next chunk of the segment is about, uh, Visoko, the Visoko pyramids in Boston. Um, and oh, we got some choppers. Oh boy. Oof. Black helicopters, man. Some ghetto birds. We're breaking in. this shit apart. Way too hardcore. Oh, they're picking up. This isn't even public yet. Right. This is only on Pornhub right now. <laughs> this is closed circuit TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're live streaming Pornhub. 
Thank you for your donations. You can watch in a tribute Ooh. to our affiliate yeah. network. Forget Twitch. We're going porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the Kanye West. We're premiering yeah. everything on Pornhub <laughs> from here on out. Um, but yeah, so the the whole story with the whole story with this pyramids are there's these three pyramid shaped hills much bigger than pyramids at the Giza Plateau. And since 2005, I don't know if they were discovered in 2005 or the controversy started in 2005, but this guy, Sam Osmonagich, is, like, obsessed with proving that these were man-made pyramids and not mm-hmm. just land structures that sort yeah. of look like pyramids. So, um, And he says, uh, now the orientation of the pyramid of the sun, there's a pyramid of the sun, pyramid of the moon, is the most precise on the planet. And, and so he says, you know, I, I mean... I guess that's not that hard to believe. It's not that lofty of a claim. Yeah. Because also, if you, like, know, like, all you need to know is, like, the sun goes this way and that way, and then perpendiculars this mm-hmm. other... I don't know. It's like... There's a lot of hand motions know, there no yeah. one picked up on. Yeah. I just came so from Italy, get huh? that Twitch going, huh? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, see that premium me <laughs> putting my forehand, yeah. my forearm back and forth. Forehand. <laughs> <laughs> Service? You know what that uh, space between your knee and your yeah. ankle is? <laughs> Uh, your shin, yeah. <laughs> uh, crotchless panties, I think. Yeah. V-shaped panties. Well, <laughs> oh, they got these panties with a split down the middle. That uh, oh you don't no, have to they take still have the, the crotch. I know. They <laughs> still have the crotch. It's just the butt. Yeah. Uh, so it's like it's just assless panties, basically, or kind crackless of, panties. Kind of. I'm gonna see if I can find some. We'll post it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll show you, Joe. You um, but yeah, Chris Dunn is back on, and he says, uh, "Now, I, when I went there, I, I was looking for uh, cut stone and." And, you know, vitrified, uh, you know, any sort of evidence for man. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and, and there seemed to be evidence of man earlier than uh, previously believed. Um, again, they don't go into much they, they detail. Like, they show a lot of rocks that look like they could be sort of pavers. Yeah. Um, and look like they could fit with each other. But also, they could have also cracked that way, too. You know, like like you said, like... Flat surfaces and steps and stuff appear in nature as well. They even talk about that term, I forgot, like a long time ago. They talk about how, like, uh, when Geology Jesus was on the show, Robert yeah. Schock, and he's like, now in many cases, uh, it's, you know, the Earth surprise geology actually produces some highly symmetrical, highly what we would call a pattern, ba- you know, based thing. And there was some word for it. It's kind of like mm-hmm. matrixing, like when you mm-hmm. see faces and things. So it's totally possible this could have happened. However, they do go into these, like, caves in here, and they look kind of sort of structured, I guess, but they also put up logs because it's kind of like yeah. a mine. Such, you know, you carved it out and stuff. I don't know. But uh, they don't give you a lot of good proof as to why these must have been built by man. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, it's, yeah, crackless panties. Um, now, when I was searching that, there's a lot of assless pants for men. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <That> came out <laughs> uh, the autofill. The chappy man. being mm. unfiltered, unsafe results. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unsafe Sorry. results. Well, it's uh, safe searches. <laughs> These off. are all viruses. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so they believe this was this was kind of interesting because there's not a lot about. Uh, I mean, like Bosnian culture isn't that, or Serbian culture, sorry, isn't that like popular to know their like religion and mythology and stuff like that. So they said that. These pyramids were believed to be built by the Illyrian people around 1200 BC. Um, they were apparently much more advanced than we are even today. And and Osmanagic comes on again and he says, "Now these are the oldest pyramids on the planet, and the history books will need to be changed. Now they are covered in eight million tons of concrete, and this concrete was tested in six different institutions." 
And they all say the same, that this is better concrete than even we have today in the 21st century. Yeah. And so, I mean, that was interesting, I guess. Like, material? Like, How do you mean it's better concrete? I, yeah, what I, the fuck does that mean? Like, they've, they've studied, like, uh, some of the Roman concrete, and they say that, like, the certain bacteria in that type of limestone and stuff actually makes it stronger. And so hmm. now modern engineers are learning from Roman concrete, certain to Roman concrete, at, yeah. which is great. And this guy could be totally right. Hey, yeah, at yeah. least he's on here saying... We tested this in six Something, different fucking yeah. labs. So that's right. cool. At least that's like if they're if and by more... labs, they were just local people's garages <laughs> by lab. It was very cute dogs. Yeah. And if it was the concrete, I say it was they lick. Yeah. If not, they fart. They know. <laughs> Either or there. I win. Now, some of these dogs, I don't know. In Serbia, they teach dog very strong gastrointestinal. Yeah. Control. Yeah. So every dog can fart on command. So when you have dinner and blame fart on dog, people say, fuck you. Dog know not to fart, not you. You think my dog you is a fucking shit. amateur? <laughs> Get out of my country. Yeah. Leave my Yeah, which is just his house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it just has yeah. the country in yeah, blood yeah. on his garage. He lives in Irvine. Right. <laughs> it just is my country. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, Brian Forster comes on and reiterates that, you know, civilized humans are much older uh, than Western science allows us to believe. Now, he does a big attack on mainstream science here, though. He goes... Lamestream, huh? Yeah. He, he goes, uh, I really miss uh, Five Heads at Freddy's on the show. Oh, he's uh, gone long ago. Um, but uh, he says, now, mainstream science is what you call a closed system. And it's like, no, it's not. Uh, anything that doesn't fit their hard and fast beliefs and their very strict belief systems, mainstream science, uh, is rejected or hidden from us. So it's like mm. conspiracy mixed within a mis gross misunderstanding, which is and totally a it's propagandizing yeah, too. Yeah. Like that's what's what sucks about right. him sometimes. It, like yeah, it's saying oh I'm right, everyone's wrong, and right. and it's all fake news. This is right. like a fake news fucking exactly. Thing. It's like, and come it's on. and it's annoying because just because. People that are a little more um, dedicated to the true scientific method, which is you got to test and repeat and, mm -hmm. you know, like write down the results, repeat those results many times before you're allowed to say or in good conscience say, I'm pretty sure this is what this thing or process or what it is. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, because there's very strict standards and you don't really have any standards for proof, like a lot of the ancient right, astronaut right. theorists, doesn't mean it's a closed system. It means it's a... You're going to have to work really hard to yeah. prove something because that's the way it should be. Because otherwise, we're just getting told subjective truths by people. Right. Not scientific theory and Full fact. Yeah, yeah. Theory, which is fact, whatever. Um, but yeah, so then we move on to uh, the next segment, which is like modern pyramids and power, power generation in pyramids. Uh, and we go over to Russia. Uh, there's a bunch of fiberglass pyramids built in the late 80s, early 90s by some defense contractor guy. Mm -hmm. um, and he claims that they beam out healing energy. And so uh, John DeSalvo comes back on and he says, uh, uh, Many people do not realize that there are large modern pyramids in Russia and the Ukraine. Now, because around 1989, Alexander Galland from Moscow believed pyramids Gave out energy fields to biological and non-biological materials. So um, they're just saying literally the shape of this, this triangular square-based 
shape thing yeah somehow like taps into energy better than and it's like it's but like i mean shapes usually matter for aerodynamics or flowing water through or weight distribution but like yeah. usually not energy like cause yeah, it's usually yeah. materials that transfer energy so it's literally like saying like yeah. oh if you build this shape out of any material yeah. It harnesses the energy underneath it. Better. So if I built one out of paper, stone, copper, right, and then I spun it around more copper, paper, right. stone, right. wood. It was a big spider next to you on the wall. Ooh, Steve's gonna eat it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just jumped at him. There it goes. I think it's a little wolf spider or yeah. something. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's like. I, I mean, I guess it could make, like, if you, if you, if it was metal and you had electricity running, then, yeah, I guess you could point right. it to the top. But it doesn't increase the electricity. It just channels it to a certain point. Yeah. Right. It just transfers it. So, it's this is a very, this is where the show goes off, off the rails. So, right. uh, I guess I just did double negative. So, Turn, it's back on the yeah. rails. <laughs> Turns into the goddamn flux capacitor. Yes, exactly. So... <laughs> Uh, he said they've tested this apparently, and this the guy this guy that's like not really I guess he's like too little like he's a guy that writes pyramid power he's a weird looking dude and he says uh, that they've tested the um, energy enhancing power of these pyramids and that they put antibiotics in these pyramids and they came out ten thousand times stronger. Right. I'm like that would mean that that antibiotic would like evolve to the point it would cure cancer or some shit yeah. like. That's it's a ridiculous overestimate. Yeah, yeah. You know? And how long did they put it in there? Right. It was like was like, that what did they do? I guess like, mathematically, if you said, Oh, in like a thousand years it would become ten thousand I'm like, right. okay, I guess, or, sort of. Or but, if you put one bacteria and then it multiplied right. into ten thousand individual bacteria. Right. Like or antibot or antibodies. Right. I don't did know. you measure it by time? Like you put yeah. antibiotics and then what it's supposed to kill and then outside There's it took this long and the other time it was like this so long? Many, like, I yeah. don't know. Again, these are gnarly claims to make to not literally show the proof right. of it. And so and I need at that least, pudding, honey. At least a fucking paper that was written about it or yeah. something, you know. Um, but it, also, like, the end of the 80s, early 90s, like, you know, the USSR falls in, like, 91 or something like that. As it was about to fall and after it fell, there was a huge, huge explosion in mysticism and magic stuff because the right. USSR, communism, outlawed religion right. and spirituality – Everything was only the shapes and science. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you know, Bill Nye, he gets all his knowledge from Gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who gypsy. is a large Bosnian golden retriever. Yeah. <laughs> who, when he says a correct scientific yeah. theory, it licks. And when he says it's wrong, it fucks. Yeah. yeah. And he knows this is a well-trained dog, so that thing's not fucking around. He has all the faith in the world to be able to power that dog into the strongest farts. Right. And sweetest licks. And then I'm just he, picturing one of those tight, like, cartoon, like, <laughs> like one of those guys. Yeah. And just those, like, old, rotten meat dog farts. Oh, yeah. Ugh, it's always the same, too. Now, Dog Fart is another porn production, which is pretty gnarly, <laughs> right. and it has a lot of controversy behind it. Oh, what? what, like what? Uh, it's racially charged. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Dog Fart Productions? Yeah. Oh, wow. Go on your favorite porn site. Oh, tubes. Boy. Look up Dog Fart. <laughs> Do your favorite tubes. Yeah. You'll see more tubes on there, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, uh, prolapse. Got to mention the prolapse in here. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, this energy field, 
uh, that gets created or enhanced has apparently also been measured a mile high by like jets and stuff. I'm like, okay, you didn't video this. You didn't fucking yeah, like who's measuring this yeah. where when and like and uh, uh, we go back to Osmonagich here and he and he goes, he's like explaining the science right. He's like, now if you have natural underground energies and you place the pyramid on top of that energy source, then the pyramid can harness, can use, can multiply this energy. Then you have the perfect energy machine. It's like, what are you talking What's about? An like, energy machine? If it was as simple as going on a magnetic spot or whatever in the world and just putting a pyramid on top and had it had demonstrable, measurable results. Yeah. You don't think we'd all be fucking living on pyramid farms? They're like uh, power farms. Yeah, and stuff? Why yeah. aren't the fucking nuclear power plants in the shape of a goddamn right. fucking pyramid? Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> and what the uh, hell's an energy machine? Doesn't a machine need energy? Right. Like what's powering the you're, machine yeah. to make this other energy? Yeah, you're saying that you've like discovered or created like a perpetual energy machine or something? That, like it, I don't know. Yeah. And and that's what I'm saying. Like maybe the Earth's rotation, right? But then now that takes it off axis around all these different points. Because right. I feel like he was spinning it vertically, like right, like the axis point was right. vertical, so spinning around that. And so we're jumping ahead a little oh, bit. Sorry, we'll sorry, get to sorry, that sorry, one. Sorry. It's fine. No, because it's it all it's all related, obviously. But then because yeah, I mean, and that that segment should have been here, yeah. but it's when they skip to the next segment. So they also go now they go into like. The pyramids are just for everything, and they're yeah. like, they're like, now, did they also mark extraterrestrial contact positions? Is it also the marks on the world grid? Yeah, are they also time traveled? Like all this bullshit. Uh, they go into the Maya again and how they built more periods than any other culture. Uh, this actual archaeologist comes on, and he goes, now he's been, he's on he's on a decent amount throughout the series. I think not like a regular regular, but kind of one of the side guys, and. Uh, He's like he seems nice. He's an actual, actual archaeologist, kind of liver lipped, like no chin mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like he's like you know now it comes to why the the pyramids were built or what they were used for. That's pretty weak, you know, in in our field. Like he's, he just yeah, admits yeah. like we don't really know, you know, f- like exactly what they were all used for. But then it immediately this is I feel bad for him because like he says oh we don't really know. Then all the AAT guys come on and go, oh, it's known that it was used for religious purposes and sacrifice. And then Sukes is like, yes, it was used to contact and blah, blah, and transform. And then Richard Henry's like, they were used as transformative devices to go on yeah. spiritual journeys through Stargates. And it's like, so you fucking guys all know conclusively, but the archaeologist like humbly admitted, yeah, we're, it's not really conclusive yet what it is. So I feel right. bad because it made him – it's like they put him there – and edit him in that spot to make himself look stupid as a mainstream archaeologist or something, right. you know? Um, there's also a lot of uh, as above, so below talk here. Like, you know, again, connecting yeah. the divine above with the mortal below. Um, and then this is really where it's like this is the test that you're talking about. So uh, the last segment centers around um, – John DeSalvo's friend, uh, Joe Parr, who's just like a little guy that has a bunch of pyramids behind, yeah, like yeah. little like, and he's and he's this guy that is is bi- obviously very big in the conspiracy theory, new age, ancient astronaut theorist kind of world. Because I makes me wonder how much he contributed to all the pyramid power culture. Um, it seems because it seems like they all fucking know who this guy is. Yeah. Uh, it also then immediately I was like, 
Maybe the organization that John DeSalvo represents is not a real Organi- thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's technically an organization, but not right. recognized by many. Right. As... I don't. Th- I don't think it's like the official thing in Cairo that's right. like studying the Giza Plateau or whatever. I told this guy to go fuck himself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this guy I, well, you wonder that shit yeah. too, where it's. I mean, you, like you know, but. What I like about the newer seasons of the show is they have more guys like Travis Taylor and Rami Romani who are real experts. Yeah. And they're they're not just saying, I think it was aliens, but they go, right. oh, this is interesting because we don't yeah. know why, blah, right, blah, right, blah, right. you know. So, um, but anyway, this guy, Joe Parr, measured the electrical, magnetic, and radioactive properties of the Great Pyramid of Giza. He did that by making small metal versions of the pyramids and spinning them around on a fucking Lazy Susan at super high speeds. And how they generated this weird energy orb and stuff and all this bullshit. So Coppins comes on and says that the pyramids are actually causing the electromagnetic field. Osmonagich was like, oh, it's, it's, they're channeling the magnetic field under the earth, blah, blah, blah. But he spins the pyramid in a fucking centrifuge, which doesn't happen to real pyramids, yep. at very high speeds. Uh, it creates an energy orb that apparently blocks out all radiation. Um, and they're showing the shitty CG of, yeah, it's like like, even gamma rays like get blocked out or whatever. Um, and then he claims that it starts floating and pointing directly to Orion. And because it floats and pointed to a star system, it traveled through hyperspace and is a time machine. Yeah. So they didn't say like it disappeared and then came back in another spot. It didn't warp to side of the room. It just said it floated. Which is unbelievable enough anyway, but it floated and pointed up to Orion. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, okay, this, how does this have anything to do with giant stone pyramids that are, yes, spinning on the earth, but not – literally this experiment would only be sort of valid if the, if they were on – if the pyramid was on the North Pole or the South Pole yeah. and just fucking spinning in one spot in – like Going not next. wobble yeah. – yeah, watch it. So – and it wouldn't matter anyway because the axis wobbles a little bit, so it's never going to be just like this experiment. So – uh, DeSalvo comes on and he's like, he goes, now Joe couldn't prove any of this. <laughs> he tested it, but, and you're like, he couldn't prove it, but he was testing yeah, it and yeah. stuff. But yeah. Well, making these claims. Right. Like yeah. take a fucking picture of this shit. Yeah, like yeah. it was 1977. There were Polaroids and shit. Film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was panicking. Uh, up the back. But he goes, now Joe couldn't prove this, but he literally believed that the pyramid was a time machine. If we could just unlock its key. And it's like, what does that yeah. fucking mean? <laughs> like, and so there's not a lockbox. box. Like a big or... tube. Like, yeah. Right. And yeah, yeah. It showed the pyramid floating and all of these orbs like surrounding it like fucking cells or, yeah. or the liquid metal in T2 or something. It was so Interlaced weird. Interlaced. Yeah. Cells. <laughs> when you feel cells. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> um cells. But uh, but yeah. So anyway, it's it's like it's the, this might I, I put that this might be the biggest leap of this of the entire series yeah. that I've seen. Like literally, I mean, I don't even know. I think maybe ever. Just but up the to most this point, this thing. is like you li- you literally introduce an experiment where he proves a that pyramids generate energy. They can block radiation. They can supply energy. So you're creating energy from nothing. And that they are hyperspace quantum traveling devices. Yeah, that at some point they were spinning. Right. Like, so fast that they then floated. <laughs> right. But then, what the fuck is happening? Were all the chambers built after? Right. Who's sitting in this machine right. then? 
Like, are they just shooting them off into space? Right. And there's no is evidence it, they were spinning. There's no it, evidence they moved. Is the If you're sitting in this thing, it has to be spinning around you, right? Right. Like in sphere? Exactly, uh, yeah. But there's no evidence that there's even a chamber that it could spin around? Right. Otherwise, no evidence you're just going to fucking Also, splatter. if these fucking pyramids spun around and were and moved and like were vehicular in some way... You better believe they would have drawn that and said, "Look, right. these are our spaceships that Flying fucking fly around." Right. Yeah. It's like yeah, because yeah, so like it spun so fast it hovered. Right. It's like okay. shot energy into Orion's belt, and, and it also doesn't make sense because there's stone, yeah. and even if there was some weird repul- electromagnetic repulsion, that that would have to be completely p- oppositely charged magnetic poles. So they they would have had to build the pyramid out of. The the metal. the yeah the this the metal and like the south whatever the the not the negative pole, and there'd be positive. I don't, I don't know. know. This is like going into the science of this, but this is like one of the most insane claims of any scientific experiment ever. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. So then, Childress chimes in. Uh. He's been on a couple times this episode. We just didn't say yeah. anything interesting. You know. Uh. He comes in. He's like, uh, no, the ancient people were. All building these same pyramids because it was a a way for them to tap into the natural energy of the earth. And you have to think that whoever is guiding them to map such a precise network of pyramids must have been a very advanced culture and probably extraterrestrial. (laughs) Like, okay, you know, like he's kind of like the Linda Howe on this episode where it's like, thanks, David, the the narrator, everyone's just been saying that the whole fucking time. Right, right. Uh, and then we get our last suit alert here, and he says, uh, he goes, now I have one single question after all of this. Where are the blueprints? If they were so important and for some, such an important purpose, where are they? And the reality is the blueprints disappear. And we're like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, you haven't even mentioned yeah. blueprints before. Uh, it, it's not like this episode almost could have been like split into more episodes. Like and I, I think I think there is an episode about uh, ancient power stations, like yeah, like basically like pyramids are them and obelisks are them and all that shit too. Like as time goes on, but yeah. uh, as the series goes on, but like there's it sounds like they're I don't know there's this is a slightly slightly more scientifically grounded speculation episode, right? So it's not pure pure opinion, but and I remember though when I first watched this, this is one that like drew me in more where I was like, Oh, well, these pyramids were not this experiment or whatever. I've totally forgot that. But, uh, but just that like going into the details of like how they are, as we've said before, built, probably built on places that already had like, uh, physically altering electromagnetic energy there. Like, right. right. Cause there are these vortexes that just exist. Again, birds can fucking feel them whatever. and whatever yeah. they can. Now they say the birds can technically see them. Um, mm. They said that they, they recently just studied, like, everyone thought, oh, it's a little inner ear thing that they can kind of feel it and go with it. Right. They say that their eyes and shit actually almost let them see the magnetic uh, change and stuff like yeah. that, which is really weird. But um, anyway, but they end the episode with, you know, were they gateways to other worlds? Were they time machines? Were they power stations for aliens? And were they a way to the afterlife? And blah. it's like, so pyramids could just be everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I guess it's literal. Like they, all they did was introduce secrets about the pyramids, but at the same time, they're not Nothing secrets, really right? Needed. They're yeah. cr- they're creating secrets for it. They're creating conspiracies right, right, for right, right. the pyramids. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's episode 11 of season four. Uh, I believe we had... Yes, we do have a Reaching for the Stars. We had a bunch of messages, too, so thank you for writing us all and being active little probers out there. Um, Someone reviewed beer mm-hmm. who liked our, who likes aliens. Mm-hmm. That's Dusty Tweedhope. Probably our... Might be our number one fan because he listens to both Probing Ancient Aliens and Beer There Drunk That. And he gets it. I mean, his name's Dusty Tweedo. Yeah. So. I thought of a good name for our network and then I forgot. Because <laughs> at some point. <laughs> uh, Jack Hole Productions, which is Adam Carolla's <laughs> old network. Um, uh, let's see here. Where is the. Reviews? So nothing on the tunes. Nothing on iTunes? No. Okay. But that's what I was saying. On Facebook, he reviewed us on Beer There. Right. And then we had some positive messages. I don't remember any Facebook the uh, Facebook review. Yeah, I don't know. How, did we read John Holzman was? What is uh, that one? And the fan in the only you guys break down the episodes and also impersonate. What's the date on it? Uh, September 3rd. But I think we might have forgotten last time. I don't know because we recorded like four in a row in a week period. So September maybe not. I think we did read this. John Holzman. There's a shout out for yeah. you just in case. Oh, yeah. He says, I'm at work and they make fun of it because they often break out uncontrollable right, laughter. Right. Um, but yeah, and then, oh yeah, so I guess there aren't any reviews. Outside of just, didn't someone send us a positive message or no? Yeah. Uh, you want me to read that too? I don't know. I will read, let's see here. Um, but, 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 yeah, Dusty Tweed Hope, it's as good as a review. Um, he says, dude, if you guys ever do a ghost adventure show, I'll lose my fucking mind. He says, but regardless, keep it up. You two are exactly the type of conversation that goes on in my head all day anyway. So it's great to listen to. Um, and then, oh, are you going to read his, his on uh, Beer There Drunk? No. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll save that for On Beer There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what the fuck? Some weird Instagram accounts are following us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, Reaching for the Stars, if we had any, is a... Segment where we ask you, the little probers out there, to go on to various podcast platforms or social media where you can give us a star rating, a star, a star rating, um, and uh, give us a five star, whatever the top star rating is. I think it's always five. Uh, and if you give yeah. us a review in the comments of that rating, we will read it on the air no matter what you say and give you a shout out. Kaboom. Uh, but yeah, please... Uh, do that, rate us, subscribe to us, like us. It helps us all get picked up. <laughs> helps the podcast get picked up algorithmically yeah. uh, by podcast services. They like seeing people engage with it. Um, share the SoundCloud, even if you're on iTunes. Share the iTunes, even if you're on SoundCloud. Come on, guys. Um, but yeah, and then follow Probing Ancient Aliens at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, our other podcast we mentioned is Beer There, Drunk That, where we review craft breweries and craft beer. Uh, but it's still us, so there's still a lot of body, fluid, language talk, um, as always. And then uh, there's still going to be boxes under Steve's table, as there always is. Mm-hmm. So going to be cats, the, the cats coming around. Um, but sometimes we get a little blotto on that <laughs> show. Huh? Um, yeah, listen to our most recent – no, not most recent. The one before that where we did a live tasting of Jackie O. Oh, yeah. It's quite long, yeah. but we drink a lot of <laughs> a lot of big beefy beers. stout beers. Um, but uh, yeah, follow that or sorry, listen to that, subscribe to that on the same podcast services that Probing Ancient Aliens is on. The sixth level of hell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing the center. I'm in the center of the sun. <laughs> uh, and then follow Beer There Drunk That PC on Instagram and Beer There Drunk That on 
Facebook. But uh, yeah, other, other than, than that, that, we're gonna, gonna go, go into these uh, shafts they got in these pyramids and see. We're gonna basically be the pyramid sounding devices and go into the urethra of the pyramid. I will be pyramid supreme. supreme. <laughs> and in Italy, no pizza was supreme. Yeah, <laughs> they don't really do bell peppers or onions. Yeah. <laughs> they want to have vegetables. <laughs> Nor burrito supreme. Yes. It's not just supreme. I am not just supreme. <laughs> Bye. Our little buttholes.